0: Let's talk to animals. My name is Shannon Cutts, animal intuitive and sensitive, AKA animal communicator at animallovelanguages.com. This Precious one is pearl cuts. My 23 year old sidekick. Here, let's talk to animals. We are talking about all things animal communication. Oh yes, we talk to actual animals, non-human animals, and we're talking about how does it work? Who can do it? How woo is it? Is this is this? Are we finally arriving in a period of of, of time here on the planet when animal communication is? the thing to be doing and perhaps the one and only thing that mm-hmm. could could salvage world that we all share together. It's not that I don't Mm -hmm. love the idea of going to Mars, maybe for a vacation, but I really like it here on Mm -hmm. Earth. And so there's a place for everyone at the table who would like to have these interspecies conversations. And my job as your hostess is simply to introduce you to some of the many amazing intuitives, energy workers, light workers, and animal communicators who are out there in this world. Maybe some of them are right in your own backyard and they are they are every single day living bucket list dreams of being able to communicate and reconnect with all of life. And so here with us today is David awesome. Lewis. You can find David at talktoyouranimals.co. Just um, make sure you, you note that down. I'll put it in the show notes as well. It's CO, not COM, like we're used to. So already a little bit of working with the mind here and getting creative. So David is um, a longtime animal communicator, a a sensitive and intuitive like myself, and so honored to have you on the show today, David. Thank you for donating your time to talk to our listeners and our viewers.
1: Well, I'm thrilled. I'm really excited. I love love to talk about my work. I could, you know, I mean, you might have to... You might have to interrupt me to get a word in edgewalks.
0: <laughs> well, it's interesting because I was just interviewing another another um, communicator in our community, and she was sharing how there was one study done recently that people that talk to animals are some of the happiest people in their career. Oh. It, was, it was not a surprise to me. I, it of, course, a yeah. surprise, of course, yeah. Of course. Oh, my God. Yeah, but the outcome was certainly not a surprise. So, of course, you've been doing this for for quite some time Mm -hmm. now. Yeah, so it's been, you know, it's something that's become a part of your daily life, but Like all of us, there was probably a time in your life if we rewind far back enough that this was all brand new and shiny, maybe Mm. very exciting, maybe a little bit ethereal, maybe you had, you know, no idea that anybody else on the planet even did this thing that we now call animal communication. And we have a lot of folks listening who are either aspiring or just curious and interested or maybe new on their journeys. And so I always like to invite our guests to take us back. Kind of share a little bit about
1: how you told it. Well, Shannon, I, up until probably (laughs) when I started studying communication, I wasn't what you would consider an animal animal person. Okay. Mm -hmm. I thought I was cool with animals, but I really... I was what my teacher Penelope, you know, would call a person with a human superiority complex. Ah, yeah. I thought I was cool. I loved animals, but I just never questioned that people were more important. And I had a personal situation. I don't want to tell the whole story. It'll take up too much time, but I had a situation with a friend who I offended because she interrupted a conversation with me to go look at a kitten. Okay. And I said, You know, but it's only a cat. Okay. So that was my, that was me. That was me in 1995. Okay. So we're talking uh, 25 years ago. I I never thought I'd be doing this. When she told me that she was going to take a class in it, you know, I didn't say anything to her, but my feeling was, come on, let's just let animals be animals and let people learn how to communicate, you know? I just didn't think animals would have anything to say. Believe it or not, this is where I came from. But a couple of cats in my neighborhood got together to kind of school me, you know? And, uh, you know, they they sort of opened me up to the fact that there's a lot more, you know, going on than I was allowing, so. I'm studying psychic development, is what happened. And somebody said, this is is about five years after I just said that I dismissed the idea. I'm studying psychic development. Somebody says to me in class, they say, you know, you can do this with animals. And I totally flipped out. It was like I didn't even remember how I felt about it five years earlier. I was just totally drawn because I was doing psychic stuff and it was working out really well. You know, it was very easy for me. So I ran off and started studying. I was 45 years old, okay? I mean, I'm not, you know... This was my last career, you know, thank God. And this, I'll never, I tell people, you know, you know how somebody, you have a client and they don't need you every week. You know, they may call you two years later. Well, what mind do they say? The person They says, are you still doing animal communication? And I say, you know, like, I will be doing animal communication, you know, if I'm, I'd be happy to die next to a dog with my clipboard and my pen in my hand, you know, okay. You know, it's just, I can't imagine doing anything else. It's so beautiful, and, you know, so I I kind of, the cats turned me on is what happened. They turned me around and, you know, set me straight, and uh, it's all in my book, but I can't tell you all the stories, because I would take, I mean, I I do benefits for rescue groups. I told you you'd have trouble getting in. Uh, I do benefits for rescue groups. I talk for an hour and a half telling stories, and then I do a demonstration. So, I mean, I literally, you just wind me up. You don't have to wind me up. Just... You know, push you're a wound. button, and I'll start. You're, you're wound I'm watching. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, that's me. Yeah. Oh, God. So- Go ahead. I'm sorry.
0: Oh, well, I just I want ahead. to encourage our, our listeners and our, and, and mm. you know, if you're watching this on YouTube right now, to consider, you know, have you had some earlier experiences in your life? Mm. Is there a reason you decided to listen to Let's Talk to Animals, the podcast, instead of People you know, watching um, homeschooling for beginners or how to make the perfect lemon meringue pie. I mean, you have so much to belittle the other podcasts out there, but we have a wealth of things to choose from. And there may be something inside you. Maybe you're listening to this going, Gosh, I wish I could do this. Maybe you're listening to this thinking, I know I could never do this, but I'd like to find somebody that I trust who could help me talk to my animal. Or maybe you're listening and you're at the beginning of your own journey and you're seeking inspiration, encouragement, support. You're trying to find yeah. your people, and yeah. I'll tell you what, David. I love what you just said because I I can certainly empathize with, you know, kind of being being um, being in a in a place where, looking back at before, and. Mm. and uh, Maybe after, like there, it wasn't like one, one moment, one defining moment. Some people have that, but it was just a series of experiences with a few different animals that really started to wake me up to the fact Mm. that this isn't something that we do this is a part of who we are yeah uh, once we remember i mean i hate to bring up the old tired matrix analogy but kind of because mm. this is a good thing you know it's like nobody i haven't yet met anybody that has woken up to this interspecies connectivity and, and wants to go back to sleep <laughs> so mm. even, even yeah. when that's possible um it's it's not it's there's something about Rediscovering our connectivity with all of life around us—that for me, it's made me feel more alive.
1: Oh, every day, every day. I tell I tell people the best days of my life are the days when I'm talking to animals. You know, they say, "Well, I hate to bother you." and I'm like, "Bother me? (laughs) You know, this is what I live for. You know, there's so much love. So, you know, I just feel so much. I just bring so much love. You know, I feel it when I." you know when I see them and work with them and it's just I've made friends I feel animals are you know that I've made friends with that I have a deep connection with that I just feel you know I feel their intensity their intelligence their love their you know who they are I just feel it inside me you know I sort of carry them around I have
0: Exactly, and to know that you have this community—I mean, we're all this. This is our this is our community. And for me, it makes me feel brave when somebody says, mm. you know, when "I lost um, my box turtle, escaped last last year, right after my father died and before my mother had a serious fall." That has come. I mean, my whole last year has been like, "Wait, what happened?" And so much about it has been so uncertain, and yet. Um, I have no problem telling people that my, I mean, I miss Bruce every day. I mean, I'm, I lost one of my best friends and it's like, I have, mm. I have so much courage to honor the animals in my life in, in the fullness of who they are to me and, and the the depth of the connection that we share, because I know I'm not alone in that. You know, maybe mm. I'm talking to somebody who doesn't get it, but for me at this point in my life, it's like, well, you know, that's that's their loss. Um, I'm not going to necessarily uh, spend time trying yeah. to convince them otherwise, but I'm Yeah. Gonna, yeah. to offer. Right that uh you know my best friend right here is um mm. Mm. is this bird and was so much gorgeous joy in my life he is my best best bestest best i love friend. the kissing i love best the kissing
1: best. i kiss all my animals. I kiss all the cats on the top of their heads mm-hmm. i want to respond to something you said before about people wondering whether they could do it i have penelope smith was my main teacher i spent weeks out in california you know with her and um When I was helping her at a a workshop up here at a yoga center in Massachusetts, and somebody in the class asked, uh, can anybody do this? Okay. And I said, well, let me ask, go ask Penelope. And here's what Penelope said. Anyone can do this as long as they believe they can. Okay. Now, I mean, think about that. That's true of everything in life, right? You have to believe you can first. And that's really it. And when I teach, that's the biggest biggest obstacle is having people relax and just allow whatever comes in and trust it and not try to judge it and not try to decide whether it's right or wrong, but just let it come in you know, and not to try so hard. People, you know, I walk up and down the aisle, and I've got a class, and it's like they're just all scrunched up, yeah. you know, try, trying to get something. You know, it's like, no, 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 no. You just allow it, okay? I don't like when people call it a reading. I really don't like that yeah, at all.
0: I i not not
1: it. I don't, don't want to irritate them or, you know, make them feel bad, so I don't say anything, but I really don't like that at all. It's not a reading, it's a conversation. It's a connection, you know? It's a heart connection. I mean, it's just not a reading at all. I'm not extracting information from an inanimate object. I'm interacting with life, with all of life, really, every time, you know, any animals, it's all, you know, the whole holography is, I guess, it's, we're all, it's all us.
0: Yeah. Uh, well, and it's it's an interesting point that you bring up, especially for those of us who are, you know, or those of you who are watching or listening. And mm. you are embarking on the beginning of your journey because it it is deeply personal, and you get to mm. you get to choose the words that you use to describe the experiences that you're having, and yeah. you get to you get to personalize the experience it's almost like you you begin to develop your own inner language with yourself and Mm. you know these there's there's all these different parts of you it's i love your image of you know your students with their their heads kind of scrunched up and i'm imagining how the information that the animal sent has already slipped in and then their Mm. mind pounced on it like a cat yeah yeah I'll play with this a bit. Can I tell you a quick story? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Okay. I, got, um, I was doing a class at a Psychic uh, Development Center uh, in Albany, here where I live, or near where I live. And um, I had a young girl. And what I do when I start this class with Shannon, I give them pictures of my own animals, okay? So that way I can validate the information they're getting. Mm-hmm. So she, I gave her my, a picture of my soul cat, Ringo, you know, who's on the back cover of my book. And he was, he was just my boy. And uh, she says to me, and he was alive then, she says to me, I'm asking Ringo to tell me about his life. And she said, do you live near the ocean? You know, because all he keeps showing me is the ocean. And I was like, well, no, I lived in in New York. It's about 300 miles to the ocean, you know? Um, Well, here's what it was, okay? Ringo hung out with me all the time. He would sit, he loved, I had an office in my bedroom when we lived up on a mountain in the woods. And he would lie down between my uh, computer keyboard And the monitor, okay? Now, on the monitor, my screensaver was a photo that my wife had taken. We were lucky enough to have friends in the Cayman Islands. She took a picture of the sunset in Grand Cayman. Ringo's lying there every day looking at the ocean. So when she says, tell me about your life, he shows her a picture of the ocean. You know? I mean, it was just that, yeah, that's a lot part of my life. I'm here with my, you know, dad, and we're hanging out. It was really sweet. So, their energy is so beautiful, and the way they look at things, and you know. And
0: it's such a testament to so much. the purity right. of the animals' conversation. It's like when we, when the mind will pounce on it, maybe mm. she's like, "Oh, this just doesn't make sense." He said, "It's like it's right. not our job to make sense of it." For right. The animals' person. It's our job yeah. to share purely and accurately exactly what we receive, and then that human. If it doesn't make sense, right. we can always go back and ask more questions, just like we would right. with another human. You know, if it yeah, make sense,
1: of course. But people get the wrong idea. They think, like I said something to about to a woman last night. She gave me a picture of a daughter, I said, "Well, so what's going on?" She says, "Well, aren't you supposed to tell me that?" You know, and it reminded me of my first psychic development teacher. He used to say, "I'm psychic, not omniscient." Okay, yeah. So I'll always tell people when I'm doing a consult. I'll always tell them I might be coming back to you for questions to clarify something that I'm seeing that I don't necessarily understand. You know.
0: Yeah, it's not a test. I always tell. Right. Exactly. That. It's such an, it's such an easy mindset to fall into because it's the mindset we've been taught our whole lives. It's how we went through school. It's everything. Right. That- learn material and then we get tested mm. on it and then we pass or we fail I mean I, I, I often share this story with, with my my students that you know I have never yet come out of a conversation with any other life form be it my own species or an animal and come out and be like man I just nailed that like A plus mm. like there's always more to learn and so we can't yeah. we're going to go into a conversation and we're being graded
1: Right
0: learning to listen more yeah. deeply, learning yeah. to repeat back what we heard if we're not sure, yeah. what we're receiving, learning to ask the having that connection, caring enough about the other being's perspective to deeply endeavor and intend to receive the most truthful and accurate information mm. for their highest good. Yeah. I you know, it's I love what you said. I often think of the quote by Albert Einstein where he said either nothing's a miracle or everything's a miracle. Or everything's it a miracle. Reminds me of what you said, you know, either I yeah. can do it or I can't do it. Chances are really hmm. good that either way, that's exactly what I'm gonna experience because that's what I'm setting myself up for. What if you yeah. can?
1: Yeah.
0: Wouldn't that be cool?
1: Once you, know, you crack once you crack the code, it's easy, you know. Once you get once you get it. And the thing with me is it just came real easy. It came easy with people. I started, I was going to you know, do readings for people. But when I heard about animals, I was like, you know, hey, I mean, because animals need us. Animals need people that speak their language. They desperately do. And people, if you want a psychic reading, you know, just go online, Shannon and choose from the thousands of people. You know, animal communicators, not so many. Male animal communicators, sorry. That's even even
0: rare. Yeah.
1: You know, very rare. Yeah. yeah. So I just love what I do. Oh my God. I just you know.
0: Well, you've got you've got you mentioned it earlier and you shared a little bit with me um right before we started recording but you've got a new book coming out and i believe you have the cover
1: this is it's called listen with a heart okay
0: um
1: stories and reflections from an animal communicator the book is stories a lot of stories some of them are funny some of them are real unusual some of them you know end with an animal dying um but they're very heartwarming, very inspirational. And I have a couple chapters on behavior change because you know, that's a big thing with all of us. They want to tell them to stop doing this, you know. So, so uh, you know, I call it initiating behavior change because we're not doing it. We're not making them change. They are not have change unless they want it. But initiating is a way to offer them the opportunity and show them that things could be better for them if they could let go of some of the aggression and fear that they have, you know, that kind of thing. So I got chapters on, you know, death and dying, and afterlife, and a few chapters on how I got here, you know, what my life was like with animals before that, as a kid, you know, and stuff like that. It it took me a long time to write. uh, Yeah, writing
0: about before. That's a big job. Oh God, oh my God. Yeah, myself. it's a lot
1: of work. <laughs> yeah, I don't mind.
0: Yeah. My, my agent used to say, you know, people would contact mm. her and say, I, you know, I really want to write a book. And she would say, mm. no, you don't. Nobody wants yeah. to write a book. Right. need to write a book and that's what gets yeah. us through the actual writing and the editing and the publication yeah. process and so yep. oh I've got a little friend yeah. here I, oh, is, I, go, yeah. I used to say uh, <laughs> I
1: used to say I wanted to have written a book you know but not necessarily write a book I never thought I could but um well I did was I took all my stories and I went to a writing coach and she taught me how to you know, write them instead of talk, them. you know? I thought, oh, I, I got all these stories to tell, and she taught me how to change them into written words so that they're, you know, comprehensible for people and some reflections on what happens, and I, You know, I sometimes. You know what I love about this work. I don't know about you, but what I love about this work is it's like jumping off a cliff every time. You know, I open myself up to an animal. I have no idea what they're going to say, what they're about at all. You know, I'm just going. I'm just stepping into the void. You know, and saying, "Okay, you just fill me with whatever it is you got. You know, your feelings, your you know hurts, your words, whatever. Just lay it on me, and you know, I'll get you inside me, and we'll you know we'll see what's going on." But uh, and, I just and love that and...
0: Yeah, the animals can really inspire us to, to tackle new yeah. things maybe we never thought we would do before. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, so yeah. I, certainly, I certainly never thought I would be an animal communication teacher. And then uh, mm. some of my clients decided otherwise. And I was willing because I felt yeah. the support of the animals. And it feels like there are so many different things that maybe... Uh, waiting up ahead on our journey, if we just say yes to the initial, mm-hmm. what if one conversation could change your life? You know, maybe that's mm-hmm. our, our takeaway for today's podcast. For, for yeah, listening and watching, what if one conversation could what if one conversation already has changed your life? <laughs> now, I get my life a so yes. Yes, yeah.
1: absolutely.
0: So I very really often get my a, It's been a joy having you on the show. Mm. I really appreciate you sharing Thank you. your time and your story, and inspiring, especially those of us um, on the, you know, in in the, the the let's talk to animals community who are mm. just taking those first tentative steps, even if only in their minds and hearts, and considering how reconnecting with the other species here on wonderful planet earth may simply transform them forever for the better
1: one of my wisest teachers said once intention is everything okay so it's what you intend to do when i give people i give people a lot of homework okay like i'll see a visualization can help their animal after I leave, if they work with one, you know, to help them do what we want to accomplish, and I'll tell them how to do it. I'll show them how I do. It. Then I'll say, "Don't worry about doing it right. Do not worry about doing it the way I said. It. Just go for it. Do it. Don't worry. Am I doing it right? Just do it. Have the intention to communicate. Have the intention to open your heart to this creature, you know, and it'll and it'll be it'll be what it needs to be. And so many people just tell me, "Oh, I don't believe. You know, I just look at my animals so differently now." and that's what we want to do we want we want people to look at animals you know differently and animals love it because who talks to them you know i mean they're, they're in their own world who you know how often do they get somebody who you know when i come over sometimes they're like wow he's really talking to me you know it's funny it's really sweet yeah it's funny
0: well, it's an interesting <laughs> contemplation to think about, you know, what if you have so much to say, but you've never met anybody in your life who wants to listen, really? or who knows that you can talk and what an, uh, what, a, what an amazing day that is when somebody, especially somebody you love and you trust and you keep company with every day turns around and says, tell me what you want, what you need, what you want to mm. share. you know, what, what yeah. you your life and what a relief that would be. To be able to mm. really ch- express what's in your heart, what's on your mind, and, mm. and maybe even contribute to that that other person's life and offer wisdom that, you know, nobody else could oh, yeah. can get away with sharing. Like, our animals can get away with things. They can tell us things. Yeah. That we have to tolerate hearing from another member of our own species because they, they mm. convey the messages with so much love and so and that's really that's kind of where 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 i learned in my animal communication journey that it's yeah. absolutely fine to talk to my own animals they're not just going to tell me what a bad pet person mm-hmm. i am you know They right. kind of forget. so so anyway yeah. i am um, i'm absolutely delighted that to um uh, that we've had this chance to connect we love to talk to animals so go ahead and and give book on amazon and also on um, talktoyouranimals.co david lewis animal communicator
1: and i'm gonna be traveling all over talk doing readings and you know hopefully with shelters i can help i want to give some i give a lot back so i'm gonna want to give some of the you know, do a reading with a shelter and have give a yeah. portion of the proceeds to the uh, to the shelters. So,
0: if, you, if you're listening or watching and you are involved with charitable work for animals, you now know how to me, yeah. and connect with them, um, and and provide some really inspiring um, and enlightening mm. information to to. Shelters and rescues all over the country. So, who knows what can happen? Those of you who are listening and watching, thank you for choosing Let's Talk to Animals. Thank you for being with us here today. I want to remind you that you can head over to animallovelanguages.com and you can find, uh, when you just click on podcast, you can find the whole list of all of our episodes, um, YouTube, and all your favorite streaming services. So, you can immerse yourself and the wonderful world the community that i that i live and move in that i feel so um so grateful to be a part of and you can also of course find this one pearl pets next bye. week you can find a fresh new episode here at let's talk to Animals. thank fresh you
1: one. shannon it's wonderful i'm glad you found me I'm so, so glad you found me yeah okay bye
0: bye me too okay bye for now